If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.
Good evening and welcome to tonight's edition of The Probe. I'll take you back to your nursery days when they say, when you see the traffic light, there is something you should know. Red means stop, yellow means get ready, green means go. I'm sure you remember that. But really, these days, there are no traffic lights for you to even start stopping and going amongst others. It appears it is now a privilege to drive on the road with a functioning traffic light or a street light for that matter. Tonight, we probe the real reasons behind non-functioning traffic lights in this country. While highlighting the saving importance of these lights. I must say here that we focused on this same topic in January this year and the Department of Urban Roads, the Ghana Highway Authority, Ministry of Roads and Highways and the various city authorities as well as the people taxed to keep the traffic lights on have refused to give us any answers then. And guess what? They have since refused also to provide answers today as we speak. And it amazes me how people who are taxed to keep us safe remain unaccountable to us with impunity even though my sweat and toil as well as yours i used to pay them why have you become non-functional just like the traffic and street lights do you know how many lives are lost as a result of this trend you need to tell us why the road user has to endure this and we are waiting patiently your explanation for this ineptitude well let's take a look are the figures in terms of the numbers of lives that have been lost and the people that have been involved in road crashes. And this is the National Road Safety Authority's data that thankfully has been provided to us. Why are the streetlights off? Road traffic crash and casualty for July 2023. Let's focus on this. And I'm giving you that of last year and this year, the same period, July 2023 and July 2022. For cases reported... For July 2022, this is what it looks like. For the red, all the red you see is for 2023. The yellow you see is for 2022. And this is the figures. This is how it looks like. For July, cases reported 1,233. That's what it is for July 2023. Then for 2022, it's 1,182. That's an increase there. Then the vehicles involved for July... 2099 that's what it is for july 2023 and then for last year it's 1991 and the persons killed take a look at it this year last month july we have 186 deaths people that have been killed as a result of road crashes and then the same period last year 143 then persons injured 1328 for this year, last year, 1,221. Pedestrian knockdowns, last year, 213. That's for this year. And then last year, 224. That's what it looks like for July 2022 as against 2023. Then percentage change in road traffic crashes situation, July, the same period. Cases reported, 4.31%. Vehicles involved, 5.42%. Then the persons killed. Take a look at the jump, 30.07% for the same period, increase in the number of persons that have been killed over the same period. Persons injured, 8.76%, and then the knockdowns, thankfully we have a negative case in that, 4.91%. So this is according to the Ministry of Trump. And this, this is Ministry of Transport data that we have. Now let's go on to the next slide and we look at road traffic crash and casualty January to July 2023. We have cases reported 
This is also for from January to July last year and then for this year. So the green you see is for 2022. The yellow you see is for 2023. So cases reported 8,137. That is for this year. And then for last year, it was 8,869. Vehicles involved 13,862 for this year. Then last year was 15,239. Then persons killed for this year, 1,272. And then 1,443. And then also goes on persons injured 9,135 and then 9,228. For the pedestrian knockdowns, this year we have 1,418 and then last year we have 1,580 for the same period of January to July. Now, let's give you a regional breakdown of the figures as we have it for the period January to July 2023 and then 2022. Greater Accra is leading the pack. With 3,355, Ashanti follows closely, 1,918. And these are the two regions we'll be focusing on, obviously because of the figures that we are seeing. My colleagues are on the ground to paint the picture to us on what we are seeing. The lowest region, 25, thankfully. So this is uh, what we have in terms of the period and the regions, that's the distribution of crashes for the various regions. Yeah, we go on to the next slide. And what, what do we have? So we are told by the Ministry of Transport that they have a goal to reduce the levels of road traffic, fatalities and deaths and injuries by at least 50% from 2021 to 2030. Where are we with this target? Are we on track when we have our road uh, traffic lights and street lights all not functioning, almost all of them not functioning in past that we've been to, at least 143 of them at the last count are not functioning. But before we get into it though, looking at these staggering figures, let me quickly bring in uh, the head of the National Road Safety Authority, Engineer David Osafwa Donting, just to comment quickly on this before we get talking really and get into action on the traffic and street lights since we are getting these uh, numbers. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. We'll take your initial comment on these figures, I'm really, really worried. I don't know about you, Engineer Safwadonting. We've been doing road traffic, drive safe campaign, amongst others. What really accounted for this particular figure that we've seen for July this year, you'd say? Well, uh, good evening to you, and thank you for this opportunity. I believe you can hear me. I can hear you loud and clear. Thank you. And, and good evening to all my colleagues. Cecil, I can see my good friend Cecil and uh, Dr. Aka, also from BRRI. Uh, good evening to you all. Uh, indeed, uh, I think you have clearly um, presented the figures as, as they look like uh, in the first seven months of this year. The little motivation is that comparing this year's figures to last year, uh, we, we're seeing some reductions in, in, in some of the indicators. Uh, marginal, as some of them may look though, but it, it is very refreshing to know that something positive is being done by way of interventions to have come and reflecting positively also on, on the figures. Indeed, the performance of every country's road safety management is to see figures going down. The crashes, the injuries and the deaths. And those are the indicators that suggest that uh, some intervention is, 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 is receiving or reflecting positively on the roads. Yeah. 
So that is quite, quite motivating. But indeed, uh, we wish that we have far uh, lower figures so we can see some more reductions by now. But the level of intervention that we are rolling out, the National Road Safety Authority itself as a lead agency, by way of the Drive Safe campaign that you, uh, your media championed, and then the Stay Alive campaign that we also championed together, um, have gone deeper into the, the, the structure of road safety management in this country to the extent that uh, campaign, education, publicity, advocacy, uh, um, it's something that we can all say that we have made some relevant achievement, very significant. Yeah. Now, you don't get figures coming down for the sake of it. Okay. It is always contingent on a certain practical work you are doing on the ground. And that is how our figures come down, because we have factors that are always fighting against us. The vehicle population is growing every day. Human population is growing every day. Indiscipline on our roads. And as you are aware, some more functioning of certain road facilities these are all critical factors that give impetus for uh, risk, people to take risk, and, and for that matter, result in the deaths. Okay. But if you have a very strong campaign structure, which I really commend the media for supporting the national road safety to that extent that we were able to roll out this campaign and all we were trying to do was to minimize indiscipline, especially on the part of road users. Mm -hmm. drivers, pedestrians, uh, passengers, motorcyclists, and, and all that, so that they can themselves own road safety. They can protect them, their, themselves when they're using the road. And I think that uh, I must commend Ghanaians for accepting the campaign, which had a slogan, um, you know, because we were trying to let Ghanaians recognize the fact that crashes happen not because of the work of the devil. It is because we are indisciplined. Yeah. It's because when we sit behind the steering wheel, uh, we, we, we misbehave by way of overspeeding or speeding beyond the prescribed limits by drinking and driving, by driving when we are tired, using mobile phones, which for that matter, distracts our focus and attention, and a lot of factors. Mm. But beyond the human element, we were also able to drive along our stakeholders, the engineering fraternity, that is the Ghana Highway Authority, Department, Department of Urban Roads and Feeder Roads, the transport operators, we're also able to drive along all the DVLA, the police especially. Okay. And here I must commend the Inspector General of Police for the huge support he provided road safety management in the country in the past number of years that he has been in, 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 in office. Yeah. And here I can mention specifically the programs that the IDP and the Ghana Police Service, MTTD, rolled out in support of the Stay Alive campaign. Okay. For example, there was the PARI, Police Action Against Rider Indiscipline. Mm -hmm. This particular program, you could see police populated on the road space everywhere. 
Okay. Well, these are, these are supposed to be your initial comments on the data that we've seen, and we'll be delving deeper into it. Maybe quickly, uh, let me just uh, bring in uh, Dr. Carson's. you've already introduced them for me, and then Cecil Gabra as well. Well, um, for me, the main concern is the July figures, at least, and um, the number of deaths that we've recorded uh, between the same period last year and this year, 30 point something percent increase, over 30 percent increase, which is really of concern. I'll be going live uh, to my colleagues in Kumasi and Accra, as well, but uh, not without taking your initial comments on this. Dr. Aka, looking at the figures, at least, there's been some significant improvement, but the number of deaths, one too many is not. Um, yes, the number of deaths is still very high. Um, what I would say is that um, looking at the characteristics of food traffic crashes, um, we always say that it's random, and so you need to observe the downward trend for at least three years before we can say that there have been a conscious effort in reducing crashes. Okay. So I would say, hey, we shouldn't celebrate yet. Okay. Um, we should do what we're doing right, and I'm sure the road traffic fatalities will come down. Okay. How about you, Cecil? Uh, before we go live on the ground, then we can talk about traffic and streetlights. You have to unmute, Cecil. I hope you can hear me now. Loud and clear. Thank you. Okay, right. So um, it is really a fact that road accidents are not increasing, but then the figures are coming down because people are really becoming aware of um, the situation. Of, of course, uh, if you look at uh, the general public, for instance, driving, um, nobody wants to evolve himself or herself in any accidents because of the cost involved, mm-hmm. right? In Ghana, when you have an accident, um, they'll tell you, forget about the insurance. You and I will have to communicate to go and repair it. So everybody's really careful. There's no money in the system. I mean, let us uh, agree that uh, because of um, all these factors, driving has uh, become quite better than previous years. And many people are also not driving um, as we can see. However, we've become our brother's keeper, and I will encourage Ghanaians to go ahead with um, this so that we support the whole issue on reducing road crashes, which is not a comfortable situation. So we just need to continue with our campaign to reduce the crashes on our roads, and um, we all will live happily. Look, um, I've traveled to other countries, and Ghana is doing very well. I can't mention the countries for them to target me anyway. Mm-hmm. Ghana is doing very well. We, just like I said, we are brother's keeper. Okay. A- Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Encourage yourselves and um, kudos to your station. Honestly speaking, uh, I'm proud of you for making road safety a priority for Ghanaians to uh, know that, yes, it's just really a killer and we should reduce our speed. We shouldn't be talking on the mobile phone. Well, we see all this and uh, I know it is coming down and it will get okay. to a point Uh, because of the introduction of the new police um, system, Traffic Tech. And uh, we believe accidents will come down. We'll talk about it more as well. But let me take you live now to Awushi Banyard here in Accra. And my colleague Samuel Mbura all week has been taking a look at um, non-functioning traffic lights. And also this evening we are focusing on street lights as well. Samuel Mbura, um, let's talk about this situation. You were talking about, um, you've been to Banyard this week. I think this is about the third time you've been there this week. You focus on traffic lights. What's the street light situation in that area as well? Well, um, Samuel Mbura, um, I'm sure there's a, a bit of delay there, but if you can hear me, you can take it away and give us the situation as you've seen it in the areas you visited this evening. I'm at the Banyard intersection here in Accra. It is on the N1, what we call the National Road 1. It stretches all the way from the Jowuli area, passes through La Paz, Pashiman, Malam, and then linking over to the um, Mankesim or the Cape Coast stretch of road. So it forms part of one of the critical roads in the capital here. But um, the situation here is quite dire. Right behind me, you can see that the traffic lights have been dead. I'm told for the past one year, this traffic light you are seeing in the screens has not been working. It has taken appeals, concerns from residents. The situation isn't improving at all. Just last week, there was a demonstration by residents here because they, they said the, the knockdowns were becoming uncountable and they needed to draw the attention of authorities by publicly venting their anger. But the situation isn't challenge, uh, changing at all. 
So we have uh, officers from the MTTD who are here to ensure that they regulate traffic. But we have days that they do not come at all. So you can imagine such days that they are not available. What happens on this stretch? So um, they ensure that the traffic is controlled. They also ensure that people or pedestrians cross um, cautiously. So that is, this is just one of the situations here in Accra. I've been to the Liberation Road around airport, which is supposed to be the entry and exit point of Ghana. And some of the traffic lights are not working. The same as the UPSA stretch. The 37 military hospital right in front of that hospital is not also exempted. A whole lot of areas. The Nima stretch is also a big challenge for um, commuters here in Accra. And they are quite worried about uh, the situation. So I just talked to one of the, um, I mean, aggrieved residents here at the Banyard intersection. He's called Rashid. He has some revelations to share with us here. Yeah. Rashid, thank you very much for joining us on the program on Joy News. Thank you. Tell us how critical or how dire is the situation here without traffic light, without street light. How are you coping as residents? Look, the, 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 the situation on, I mean, in Banyard, as I speak, the Banyard traffic light is, is, is so critical and so nasty. Let me use the word nasty to extend that. I mean, every single day, we, we, we see accidents happening. We, I mean, accidents, both pedestrians and cars being smashed. And, I mean, a whole lot of, you know, you know what, when we talk about road, road accidents, I mean, if we have to count the number of fatalities in terms of road accident fatality, we should be counting banyards, one of the main contributing factors. How long has this been the situation? I mean, ever since I've, I've, I've been here for the past four years, okay, but ever since I came here, I understand it's like six years straight. Six years straight. So, have you, I, I, I mean, alerted the assembly member, all those who matter on this issue? They all know. They have mentioned. They've gone to the AMA. I mean, the 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 assembly to complain directly. The assembly came to do some assessments here and all that, promising that they will come back and come and get uh, things done and all that. I mean, Joy FM even also picked um, picked feet from here, reporting on the issue thinking they will come and do something about it. GTV came in and all that, you know, all that just bought on one thing. And that is just the power pack. There's a power pack right there. That, the, there is a power pack box right there that controls this traffic line. And ever since that power pack has been off, has been, and since then, and it cost just 20, that's all we had, 20,000. 20,000 Ghana cities to get this fixed. Yes, that's what we had. And just because of that, that had never happened before. The power pack has been stolen, has been taken off. We're there just about a year or two ago, a year, exactly a year ago. I was prompted by one of the, the, the people here telling me that the controller that controls the traffic lights are also off. I mean, has been stolen. If you go right now, you go to the scene, you see that the, the, the barbed wire or the, the cage has been cut through and that controller has been taken off. So you can imagine the amount of chaos that, that really happens. Every single day we see motorcades, I mean the presidential motorcades, ministers and all that, using this stretch every single day with siren, blasting siren all the time. And yet so this cannot be fixed. So what, what, what are they trying to tell us? Is that Banyard is not part of Ghana? Or Banya doesn't matter. Or I mean we, we, we can't just we can't just understand anything. 
Rashid, thank you very much. So Ra Rashid just represents the many voices here at Banyard at Ablekuma. Uh, I have another person here who is also concerned about it. Uh, how often do you use this road? Uh, what do you have to say about it? I've been living in this place for 27 good years, and I can tell you that it's very bad the situation here. If you people can spend some few minutes here, you realize that these police people, they close exactly at 8, and that's their stand over there. By now, I think because you people are here, that's why they are still here. As soon as you leave, they will leave. And when they leave, these are the guys that direct the traffic. As you can so see, there's civilians there. coming around. Yes. You see, every time, every night, there is an accident here. And I don't know how long these people are waiting to fix this thing. This is not a major issue. This is something that can be fixed within a twinkle of an eye. This is a solar something that needs to work. And you see, the system of Ghana, I, I do not know, but then I'm much worried because people are getting hurt. People are are having accidents and stuff and it really hurts me as a citizen in Ghana that we pay tax and yes so our tax are not being used to uh, fix just common traffic lights if not even the roads the traffic light for more than five years it is not working here right, so, uh, MFA, let, let me just come in here because of the time factor yes, so sir. this is one of the civilians he yes, was talking about so once the police are over they also take over to control the traffic. So the situation is actually dire here. I had wanted to cross over to the other side, but they, 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 there's no traffic flow. A reason I'm unable to send you to the scene that Rashid, the, our earlier uh, residents, was telling us about the alleged stolen cables on that stretch. So uh, okay. once the police leave here, the civilians take over. Okay. But you can imagine how the situation will be if it rains and no one is at the middle here, okay. your guess may be good as mine. But this is not the only case in Accra. We have several pass intersections, like I mentioned earlier, the UPSA area, okay. Nima. We also have that of the 37 military hospital just and in front there, area and the well. liberation road around okay. the, um, the um, airport area. So okay. that is the situation. One of the critical roads in Accra that I can report that the situation really needs urgent attention before we. I mean, these okay. authorities, the National Road Safety Authority, and then the MTTD and other—I mean, institutions that are involved—miss okay. their target on road safety in the country. That's my colleague Samo Imbura. There, he's visited a number of areas and he's stationed at Banyard, giving us um, the, the true situation. You can see how dark uh, these roads are as well, and the traffic lights are also not working in that area. Let me take you to Kumase Amokum, and my colleague Nana Boache Dankwayadom is on standby. Is the situation any different where you've been, Nana? Okay, Nana, I'll try again. I'm sure you can hear me this time. Uh, Nana, what's the situation where you are? There's no difference at where we have been throughout the day. We started straight from Amekum, where we are currently. But then when we got here, we had to move into Asokwa. That's a closer town here. We went to Asokwa, where they have some more functional traffic lights just close to... Yes, uh... So just close to the 
um, Kumasi Sports Stadium, where we were uh, not long ago, there is a more functional traffic light. We've been to Oforikrom, closer to the Oforikrom municipality, where there's also a more functional traffic light coupled with dysfunctional street lights as well. Where we are, let me give you a clear view of where we are, MFA. So we are currently at Amekum. Um, this is a, a hot spot in the Kumasi metropolis, where we have some uh, more functional traffic lights. At my back over here, you can see that the traffic lights here is not working. So drivers who use this particular stretch would have to be uh, moving as and when those here move because their traffic light is working. The traffic light here is the only traffic light, the only surviving traffic light in Amekum. And so if, if the drivers here move, that is when the drivers also here move. If they stop, that is when the drivers also here, the drivers here also stop. So you can see that the drivers here are moving and clearly the drivers here are also moving. So when they stop, when those here stop, um, those here would also have to stop. But we've been to a Forikrum, we've been to Asakwa, We've been to um, Crowfroom, we've been to um, Edum, um, near the Kumasi um, High Court, and then the bank, where there are, there are several um, more functional traffic lights coupled with dysfunctional traffic lights. But I have some pedestrians here with me who have been using the street for quite some time. Um, as I was engaging with them earlier, they told me that they witnessed an accident here just yesterday. Memo Akwa Baba joins you live on the probe. Um, what is the situation? A dear Sawa Hanum say, and not pa area, and near matter saying, Ewo, I'm a Kum Hanum say. Yo, Mimi Amidasi, and some are here from the Eboko, a Afro Quanta, a children's park here, Dahui, a traffic, the BIO problem. Like traffic, Wait me so green. Now I'm on left side are so green, right side are so green. To be able to say so green. The accident there, Empire. The be accident. Now the M1 can crack and say, I come as a center. Offer how cost stadium as quite more. With me for him say, call a hojo, baby, and he's busy. Now the M1 is a traffic nurse. I came in so far, came in from Penny for. KNUST, Omuna Mamsia, Hayan Mufa, Eko Majumum, the traffic near Sah, and once O Mumba Homeyashe, did it be an accident? It's the problem there, you feel you hapa, and no crowd amongst the street lights, and that's why we do have. In the Eko Children's Park, when you know, say why you didn't, it'll be a crown for the Hanumudu Mujuma, and the Ewa for Quanta Hanade, many a summary man, Utu, a champon, the Bia Jeho, Nancy Crad and Komuma Committee, police folk, a crab a boa. So MFA, he is saying he's quite surprised as to why a busy road like this one, the Kumasi Accra Highway, would have some more functional traffic lights. A busy road um, in which authorities, city authorities, use quite some time. And he's saying that there's consistent accidents here at Amekum where we are currently. And this is the um, Amekum Children's Park uh, just here. He's saying that it has turned into a hideout for hooligans. Me pato what's now for quite some time. Enra many many kind of wakasa no na wuchim dia enka esi wahanu esi enra edena wuhu waha enra. Enam traffic na njia juu menintino. VIP walodu free kumasi ya obesi ya kwa akra. In in do ten minutes kwa o free VIP omohono mane bahana in do ten minutes. By traffic na njia juu menintino biya fosa ono neko. Eh omoh moti esi musiino. Ena or cross over VIP, no. It has been depending on the room. Yes, I'm Ketwa. The hard traffic here, Canada. They want to say 
keme fo kra nam hadebia o kuma se keme o se kadebia sadie we de ni kwanse nkomo so ano me ni ujina ho ka sei o se traffic we are so red we in so here o ma we bet me aso green obi ade aso green left green right green o hwan ne ko obi apese o ne ko ne de accident asi to me want the crown tier o mun to me nya traffic me nya aso mjue o ha to me nya joy joy news Monkebi my extremo kumasia for kwanta hanedi ye fisi problem pa all right, so he is explaining the situation here um, at Amekom. He's saying that the, the, the drivers who use the stretch um, move as to when the drivers here move. They stop as to when those here also stop. So you can see that the drivers over here have stopped because the drivers here on my right have also stopped. Those on my, on my left are moving, so they are also moving in. The one just here, the traffic light just closer to me, is also not working. MFA, as you can see clearly, it is also not not working so let, let, let's get to some of these pedestrians who are here and find out from them um, the situation how the situation is when they move through this particular stretch um, I have this gentleman here with me uh, stretch now how does it feel with these dysfunctional traffic lights coupled with these um, um, dysfunctional street lights that we have over here at Amekum for how long have you been using this stretch and how does it feel saying a Mumusi movie um, in this area in particular uh, bro uh, for we living uh, here in Amokum we are living a death trap concerning this stretch if you look at the dysfunction of this traffic light it's causing a lot of accident over here just recently i think yesterday yeah there was a huge accident over here that was vip bus and a certain motorbike due to this dysfunction of this traffic light and it's very disheartening and embarrassment so we are calling on the authorities to come into our aid kumasi we are very worried about this situation look at the children's park just opened here and that place is called a headquarters of armed robbers because of uh, the abandonment of the street lights we don't have over there. And it's very disheartening, brother. It's very disheartening. See here, the traffic light here is not working. Here has stopped. But under normal circumstances, it should be like those coming from here and here must move together. But look at the situation. The traffic light here, the, uh, the incoming cars here have stopped and the coming cars here are moving. It's not functioning well. And it's very embarrassment. So we are pleading on the authorities. Kumasi is not uh, just a simple city. It's a big city. So why do the authorities do such things to us? You people always think about your power. But we, the people giving you the power, no? you are putting our life into threat. How can you give you the power? So Kumasi, Amokom, highway from uh, Kumasi to Accra, highway that we are standing on. And you can testify how embarrassment we are in now. Okay, so he is quite disheartened, disheartened with the situation here at Amekomi, saying that the Amekom Children's Park has now turned into a hideout for hooligans, just as the first person we spoke to said. You can see that the drivers here find it um, quite unfortunate okay. using the stretch because it is difficult using this particular stretch. Okay, so that's uh, my colleague Nana Nwachi Dankwa Iyadom there, uh, reporting from uh, the Ashanti region, Amekom Kumasi. I see a lot of people lined up that you'll be interacting with i'm sure we'll get um, more of them um, subsequently we'll get a recording and that's just a tip of the iceberg they raise concerns about safety to lives and then also the security uh, concerns also as a result of these non-functional street lights and then also um, for uh, traffic lights as well and that's just the tip of the iceberg the stories 
abound. Uh, many of you have been sharing uh, your stories also with me on social media platforms, and I'll be going through some of them. But, uh, Engineer Safadonting, so uh, this is something we've been talking about for some time. I'm at a loss as to how uh, the Ministry of Transport, the Urban Roads, Ghana Highway Authorities, um, we are yet to get any answers. Maybe you interact with them on a different level. Do you have any answers as to why these traffic lights and street lights are not working? Have they told you? Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, and, and let me say thank you to your um, officers who are also on the field currently um, assessing the situation and giving us live feedback for us to make the relevant comments on. Um, I must also thank you and the media. Uh, my, I'm, I'm adding my voice to my good friend Cecil for your station, keeping this particular discussion in the media space for Ghanaians to know the reality on the ground. Indeed, we as an, an institution, we are as worried as you are because we have the mandate to protect human life and property on the road. Now, failure of a traffic light to function then creates a problem of conflict. Now, conflict can result among vehicles, vehicle to vehicle, or vehicle to pedestrians, or vehicle to motorcycle. And it's been a very big problem. In, in recent times, we've recorded recording a, a couple of cr crashes at intersections. Mm -hmm. It's all because these traffic lights are not functioning. Now, the road safety management chain is said that there are responsibilities assigned to all stakeholders. Whilst we do the education, we do the coordination, the advocacy, and, and, and all that, the Department of Urban Roads, Ghana Highway Authority, Department of Federal Roads, are the institutions mandated by law. Budgets are released to them. The work they do is that they should fix all these traffic lights at all times mm -hmm. because traffic lights must function. Intersection is said that it is a space that a lot of road users or a lot of vehicles or even human beings share. Now, the sharing means that we have apportioned the space according to timing for each approach to have some access at one particular time or the other. So failure of which there is eminent, clearly that a crash could occur. Now, in the number of years, I must say, the past number of years now, we've been addressing, trying to address this problem, but we're getting nowhere. Mm -hmm. I, I, and I think it's worrying. This is not the first time we are discussing this. It's been in the media space for a very long time. Now, we always approach our colleagues from the other side, engineers, to look for answers because we have to bring it to the attention. There was a couple of times that we did an observation uh, with the figure, I think you even in your preliminary discussion, you raised it. About 90 something, uh, more than 90% of these traffic lights at a particular time will not be functioning. Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, you, you find motorists trying to struggle at intersections, creating problems amongst all of us. And, and, and it becomes so worrying to, to, to us. Now, the reasons we get from our colleagues, which I'm sure you are also aware, because some of them have even mentioned um, this night that you get the control boards or the systems that operate these lights to function being vandalized by individuals. Now, sometimes I find it very difficult for, to understand why a Ghanaian, a typical Ghanaian, a human being like you and I, would want to approach a public facility government facility 
which we have used the taxpayers' money to produce, to install. And then in the night, when you and I are asleep, they go and vandalize. Mm -hmm. They go and pull all the cables, cut them and go and sell. And they destroy the entire system. Now, these systems are also very expensive. So sometimes I agree with the Department of Urban Roads that if you go and destroy all these, then government will have to look for another money to fix them. Now, why are we fixed? We're unable to protect overnight. And so they still have the opportunity to go and, and vandalize again. Now, beyond that, there are other factors where some contractors who also manage or maintain these devices may come out at a certain point in time to say they have not been paid some money. And, and so uh, they, they cannot go doing some more work when the, the previous one they, they paid have not, they, they did have not been paid. I think these are reasons that we keep getting every okay. now and then. Okay. But it is not something we'll say as an excuse. These are facilities that are required for safety. It is important that if it's about money, we look for money to fix them. Mm. If it's about protecting the, the facilities, we have to find a way of protecting it. Currently, there are surveillance cameras all around. We can fix one of these surveillance cameras as strategic Find locations. those who are behind this. Mm. Yes, to be, to be monitoring them. So I, I think that we, we should scale up our uh, mandates, our activities, our responsibilities as uh, institutions and, and try to put in place mechanisms that can make the traffic lights work. Okay. They must work. I, I think that is where we stand. Well, let me bring in uh, Dr. Aka on this um, also, um, at least. Uh, we, we are getting uh, the picture on the ground when it comes to why these lights, both traffic and street lights, are off. I'm sure you've also been finding some answers uh, as to why we are where we are, such that just at the background here, Sadisco traffic lights, uh, we are lucky to have it work at least one week straight. What really is our situation? Uh, Cecil talks about going to other countries. We may be doing well. But really, <laughs> why is it a privilege to have my streetlights working? Okay, thank you very much, MFA. Um, so traffic lights are supposed to um, reduce conflicts um, by assigning the right of ways to vehicles so that certain types of collisions, like hitting a vehicle at right angle, for instance, will be eliminated. It's unfortunate that our traffic lights are not functioning. Um, by talking to some of our colleagues, you know, the current system is that the Department of Urban Routes outsource the um, maintenance of the traffic lights to, to, to a company. And this company is supposed to maintain the traffic lights and charge the Department of Urban Routes when they've, 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 they've repaired any maintenance work on it. Um, what is happening is that now some of the contractors, as Engineer Adonte mentioned, are not being paid. Mm. And so they don't go in. And if I'm working for you, I put in my money and then I don't get paid, then it becomes very difficult for me to also go in again. The issue on the traffic lights is that the road agencies Ghana Highway Authority, the Department of Urban Routes, they construct the routes with the, with the street lights and then leave it to the district assemblies to manage, right? Sometimes the energy ministry comes in and gives the district assemblies supplies of street lights for them to install, right? But some of the assemblies have issues. 
um, we've realized that even some of them don't have the cranes. You need to climb the traffic lights to remove the bulbs and all those to install them. Some of them don't have those as, um, um, equipment to do the installation, right? So there are issues at the assembly level. Um, we did some work. We spoke to the assemblies, and some of them were saying that if that issue, if that problem can be taken off, and then the road agencies can't take that as part of their um, routine maintenance activities, then that will help. Some of the assemblies are challenged. Sometimes some people from the community will have to come together, contribute money to buy street light before they are installed. Mm. Monies are not being paid to contractors, and there are issues with the management of the traffic lights and then the street light system in the country. Okay. Well, uh, Cecil, um, at least we've been, uh, you've been talking endlessly about this situation and um, we are equally as worried about why uh, these street lights and traffic lights are not working, but they are fixed at some point and then later on uh, they go off. Really, are we being taken seriously as citizens? Uh, we've been speaking about this for some time now. What do you say? What do you know? Um, will it well, th- thank you. Thank you, MFA. I think my colleagues have uh, um, said most of um, the issue, but I'm going to tell you the truth and the way forward very soon. Right. So just like we all know, the traffic um, signals or traffic lights have been designed to ensure an orderly flow of traffic. When it is not there, definitely um, there will be a lot more of accidents. My uh, colleagues have said it. Not, naturally, where there are no traffic lights, that's where a lot of accidents will occur. Look, there, um, for me, I uh, base everything on research, and this is uh, what we found out. Okay, My team from my office, we spent about three months to find out why traffic lights are not working. Why? There are a lot of hit and run cases, and that damages the equipment, which is the control board, and uh, sometimes the traffic lights itself, too. Theft of equipment, uh, cables, chamber, covers, you will not believe it, are being, are being uh, you know, taken away. Uh, vandalism is also what we found out. Damage of underground cables by, unto- un, uh, by unauthorized excavations, uh, especially by the construction firms. Right. Um, for instance, cantonments, right. Cantonments has got a very big issue why traffic lights are not working. If you speak to the contractor, um, that's the traffic light contractor, which I can't mention the company's name, he'll tell you straight away that it's an underground problem. The Chinese contractors should have contacted um, the, the uh, contractors in charge of the traffic lights, okay? Now they have done the road, asphalted it, and it's going to be very difficult to dig uh, because we don't want to see any asphalted road that has been dug out. Burning of refuse close to the equipment is also one major issue. Now, there's also damage of the ducts and chambers by other utilities in order to share the facility without authorization. Power fluctuations is also one major issue. Now, there's inadequate funding from road fund due to capping of funds by Ministry of Finance. Uh, then the major issue is that contractors are not being paid. They are not being paid. If uh, Look, um, I think I was live on Joy 
um, some two weeks ago, I was working, sometimes we go out, I was working with a team from Ghana Police La. And I'll say this, and because I've already said that the uh, traffic light, okay, um, that is, a, you know, there's construction area, uh, construction going on in that area, exactly. okay, where you need to slow down and so on. Look, I was standing there right in front of, you know, everybody. A gentleman riding a motorbike came over and then switched on those traffic lights. MFA. They were working. So I went close to him and I said, oh, so uh, traffic lights are working. And then he turned it off again. When he turned it off, I asked him, why have you turned it off? My boss said, make a come check, see if they work hard. And, uh, so... I asked him again and said, they haven't paid us, so we can't switch it on. And he put in the padlock and went away. Why are we suffering? Why should, should, should we suffer? There are a lot of accidents occurring. In fact, I'm, I'm, if I'm, I'm really, really upset, whoever is concerned must be dealt with. And I'm sure it's coming from the Ministry of Transportation. We need to knock hard. We need to correct this because people are dying. Look at the, um, your, your team at the traffic lights reporting live to us now. What are they saying? A lot of accidents. People are dying. And because they are not ministers, they are not important um, people in society, everything goes quiet. Are we going to sit down for all of us to crash at traffic lights before we realize that, hey, look, yeah, we need to make some noise from now. And mm -hmm. I, I like um, what Joy uh, TV, Joy FM is doing. Let's continue to talk about it. The issue is that they must pay these contractors as soon as possible for the lights to work. Without lights, we cannot drive in this country. It's really, really important. And when you talk about it, I mean, if it's even every minute to alert the government that this is a situation, that is it. And it is the truth. It is money. Now, the way forward is that we need a central control system. Let's talk about this control box, control box issue, because uh, people are stealing them. I don't know what they are going to do with it. Okay. Well, having the um, chips and so on, the control box, means that um, there is money in it, right? It's, uh, we, mu we must stop it. And they have a central control system. Look, look um, I, I say it always that, I mean, uh, with all my mouth and uh, talking, 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 uh, the government of the Netherlands invited me some yes back and then when I went it was so beautiful look they are sitting behind the control room and they would decide that in the morning they should increase uh, uh, the speed of such and you know vehicles maybe about uh, 40 tra uh, 40 vehicles must pass within a period of two minutes they will change the uh, traffic um, timing um, uh, well, the speed the speed limits and the traffic timing and that was so beautifully done I stood there and I said wow can't we do it what are we waiting for? You go and put this control box there. Tomorrow, somebody's going to vandalize, steal it, and then we go and replace it. And then from, from uh, this program, I understand one is 20,000. 20,000, that's a lot of money, but it is not more than using that money to buy four by, uh, four, by four where the ministers and other important people will sit in and pass through that same traffic light. I okay. mean, let's be fair enough and talk about the truth that hiding and telling um, ask all those things to say, oh, yeah, we're repaired. It's all about money. Mm -hmm. and let's move away from this and have a better system so that Ghanaians will enjoy driving. Road crashes will be at a minimum. And I'm always, you know, uh, talking to my friend David that, look, we'll get to a point in time because the National Road Safety Authority is working. We have a dynamic leader. We have a dynamic okay. team. But I'm also working with them. So we'll have the figure reducing from the thousands to 
the hundreds very soon. Okay. Well, um, Dr. Adonte, um, Engineer Safar Adonte, I should say, well, we know uh, that um, elections are around the corner. Uh, we've had uh, concerns about contractors not being paid and people also stealing this control board and the need for a central control system amongst others. Well, if there's an election today, we know that most of these streetlights will be fixed. But let's talk about the responsibility of you and I as citizens in terms of making sure that um, these lights are kept on because at least we've seen that or heard this evening that we all have a responsibility as well. But let's talk about it, really. What should be my responsibility, your responsibility, in keeping these traffic and street lights on? And I'll be taking some comments also uh, shortly um, that some of you have sent in. Yes, um, I, I must say that um, we should all accept the fact that we have a problem, but it needs to be fixed. It is not one person's responsibility. Of all, we have institutions that are the lead, and so we must advocate for and encourage them to do, to do it. Um, where the problems are known, I think we've discussed a couple of them. So once you know the problems, you, you should be able to now find the solutions. As I speak to you, uh, Minister of Transport and then the Minister for Roads and Highways are discussing their problem very, very critically. Okay. The last time we discussed it, we had all the assurance from mm -hmm. the Minister for Roads and Highways mm -hmm. that monies are going to be released soon so that it can clear any, any bill that is associated with the fixing or maintenance and so on. Uh, and so we are motivated by that, and which I know the Minister for Roads and Highways, he will uh, do, do exactly what so, he has so, said. So what you're saying is, um, for most of us, we feel that those in authority are not concerned about it, at least. Uh, they have not spoken to us about what exactly it is that they are doing for us to know that they are indeed concerned about us in terms of our safety on and these yeah, roads. Yeah, so what yeah. you're saying so, is so, you're so, taking it seriously? Yes, yeah, so, yeah, so, so this, that's, that's um, why I'm telling you that a lot of discussion, sometimes you wouldn't find us uh, discussing some of these matters, but we do a lot of discussions around this. Mm -hmm. we, 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 we follow up. We make sure that at least one or two areas, critical areas, are, are fixed. Uh, unfortunately, you, you find it, uh, you know, re reoccurring. But behind closed doors, we are doing a lot of discussions. In fact, the National Security Authority, we move out there, move across Accra, Kumasi, Takradi, and all Kofrobia, and so on, to find out the status of these traffic lights. We know the problems, and we share the problems with the authorities. I am assuring you that the Minister for Transport, Minister for Roads and Highways, are worried themselves. They are also discussing it. And that is how come I am saying that very soon the Minister for Roads and Highways has assured us that some money should be released from government to fix uh, some, some, some of them. And that is very refreshing. But beyond that, we all have responsibilities. For example, as I said, somebody goes in there, a driver, you hit the, the, the post or you hit the light and then you run away. I think the police must now be looking out for set people so that we can surcharge them. Beyond that, if you go to the Department of Urban Roads currently, these con central control systems are being fixed. In fact, they've okay. already been done. Uh, some of them are being tested now. I, I, I believe they're moving into technology. Uh, just as the police are now even out there talking about traffic tech, you can see that the agencies are not sitting down closing our, 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 our hands and, and perhaps in, in despair. We are making some efforts. Now we are moving into technology. Technology in a manner that we can synchronize 
all these traffic light systems and moved each of the control boards into a central room. Okay. Like Sister has said, this is what we are doing. But you and I also have responsibilities. We should not just watch people go around and destroy them. When we see certain things, we should bring them up. For example, we can see somebody staying around these facilities as if they are repairing. Mm-hmm. But for all you know, they are damaging it. They are stealing. When you see certain things, bring to the attention of the police so that the police can apprehend them. But again, okay. as citizens, I must commend those of us uh, who sometimes take it upon ourselves to help. I mean, your, your, your friends on the field just show us a, a few uh, young men who come across sometimes to help us at the intersections. But the police have also not been sitting down. Anytime traffic lights are not working, the National Road Safety Authority will collaborate with the police to immediately move the police to stand and direct traffic. And I think this is happening across. But when traffic lights are not working, we all see with our naked eyes. What we need to do is that we should exercise patience. Don't run through because there will be no control. If you run through, you may hit another vehicle that is also running through, or possibly a pedestrian or a motorcyclist. I think much as we see these things, we should also be able to behave in a manner that we shouldn't get ourselves into any risk situation to kill ourselves or damage our property. So we all have some responsibilities. I believe that as we speak to it and advocating for it, in the coming days, we will see a big change from the government side and possibly also from the National Road Safety Authority side and the police. Mm -hmm. And we want to call on everybody to support this whole agenda to get our traffic lights fixed and, 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 and then working or functioning. Okay. Whilst Irama gets um, ready, my uh, messages, some of the messages that you, uh, you've sent in, I'll give the final word to you, uh, Dr. Akar, on this, our responsibility, what we all ought to do uh, to ensure uh, that these street lights and traffic lights are on, at least. We've been hearing from uh, David or Safadonting on this as well. Uh, I've even forgotten to sit down, but well, we'll get to some of the, the questions uh, shortly and the messages um, that you've sent in. Dr. Akar. You fire away. Yeah, thank you very much, MFA. Um, so as it has come out, the government needs to make payments to contractors to make sure that all the problems that needs to be faced are, are, are faced. Mm. And I will also say that the current system where the root agencies build the rules, the street lights, and then leave it for the um, district assemblies to manage. Okay. Um, the agency should be concerned, right? You build the road and you should ensure that it's running efficiently. And so the road agency should also be concerned with the efficiency or the maintenance of the street lights. Again, the National Road Safety Authority will measure them according to the number of crashes we have on our road. So they should also be concerned. Now they are an authority, so they should hold the road agencies responsible um, for making sure that the street lights, the traffic um, lights are functioning. And then lastly, to everybody, all of us as citizens, um, we should play a role well. Um, if you run into a traffic light system, the law says that you are supposed to be surcharged. Mm. And so the agencies, the police should get in the Department of Urban Roads, for instance, for the assessment to be done so that these agencies, these individuals can be surcharged. Okay. All of us should play our role well 
And when we do this, I'm sure the road traffic fatalities on our roads will come down. Okay. Let's take some messages. Um, the traffic lights at 37 intersection are not working. Opebia Junction traffic lights are also not working well. Almost traffic, all traffic lights in various junctions in Greater Accra are not functioning. And then we have this one also. All traffic lights at Adenta SDA haven't been functioning at all since last Sunday till now. What's going on yet? These same people equally use that road. Are they waiting for casualties before they fix it? Also, this one from Bono East Capital. He says the whole Bono East Capital has no functioning street lights yet. We pay levy for that. Um, well, he talks about uh, this government. And then Mario, a UPSA junction, always off, he says. And Baba Seidu says the taxman is uh, just chopping money instead of using it for maintenance. And uh, this one from Issy says your own Sadisco traffic lights has been dysfunctional. For many weeks, I think it worked last week. Um, I'll check again if it's still working. And our she Junction traffic light has not worked for almost two years. I lost a dear friend as a result. That's from Angela. And the flyover at Ghana's Dubai is dark and dangerous. And the road in front of the new military cemetery is dark and terrifying. Most of your messages um, that you've sent in this evening, why our traffic and street lights are not working. Many thanks to our guests this evening, uh, Dr. William Aka of BRI. We also have the acting director general of um, the National Road Safety Authority, engineer David Osafwa Donting. We also had Cecil Gabra. CEO of Top Tech Consult. And they are getting ready for, uh, you know, a training program that we'll all be attending shortly. You'll be seeing it soon. Cecil Gabra, thank you so much, gentlemen, uh, for joining me tonight here on The Probe. There's more when you log on to myjoyonline.com. And whatever you do, make sure you stay safe on the road. Drive safe is our campaign here at Joy News. I am MFA Apau. On behalf of the entire team, we say many thanks for your company. Prime Take is up next here on Joy News Channel with Mufta Onabila. For our radio audience, it's a walk with Jesus with Pastor Atuakwa. Please do stay. Have a good evening. Thank you.